Bam 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 everybody. Welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm Lisa Linky. And I'm Misty Stinnett. Oh, she's got some fire in her belly. Yeah. I felt the need to like rebel against your intro. I don't know why. All right. That's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is a Everything's podcast fine. where every, every week we uh, read and review a popular self-help book mm-hmm. and tell you all the good stuff and all of the terrible stuff. Yeah, we really try to be uh, critical well, about the books. I don't try. It's very natural for me. If That's you're tuning right. in for the first time, I hate self-help. I hate the concept of it, and I'm too Midwestern, so don't tell me what to do. And I love it. I love it. I'm always here trying to mine a great nugget that will mm-hmm. make my life better. I'm open. You could give Misty a cold turd, and she would find a gold nugget in it. Well, if you put it in the microwave, then it's more malleable. See? Do you know She's what I so mean? so good at it, you guys. Thank you. Anyway, we're here doing this for you so that you don't have to. If you uh, don't like what you're hearing, you're welcome. We've saved you time and energy. And if you do, there's no way we can cover everything in the book in an hour. Yeah. So go buy the book. The point is, there's so many books out there. Yeah. Everybody is recommending things left and right. And, and it's center. like, soon we're going to be crushed under the weight of all these oh, book God, recommendations. Oh, God, now my is going. That's right. So what Lisa and I are trying to do is to relieve that pressure for you. Yes. You can get the the main points of a popular book and you yeah. can put them, you can implement them or you can go further in depth by reading the book yeah. or you can be like, fuck that book. Yeah. Also, we swear. So when that pressure builds, we're here to release that for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like that guy in the Salem witch trials. He was like the only dude to die. Yeah. They were trying to get a confession out of him yeah. by, is it called pressing? They put a board on you oh, yeah. and they put weight on. Yeah, yeah. And every time they'd come out, like mm-hmm. a- after a few hours yep. went by. Keep going. Yeah. Yes. And they'd go, yes. you ready to confess now? Yes. And, and the say, only thing he'd say through gritted teeth is, no, daddy. More weight. Oh. No, daddy. Go away. <laughs> anyway, we're going to dive right in, everybody. That's right, because, Missy, you've got a humdinger for us today. That is one way to put it. Um, listeners, all genders. I bring you this week, text so good he can't ignore, sassy texting secrets for attracting high-quality men and keeping the one you want by Bruce Bryans. Barf. It is the number one bestseller in words and language references on Amazon.com. What the fuck is that category, words and language references? Thank you. And it's it's on Audible.com in the self-development and communication skills section. I feel like Amazon has just created areas, what do you call it, sections? So that categories, categories mm-hmm. so that authors can have more. I'm number 17 in the cats who look like people <laughs> category. <laughs> and you can be like, I'm a number 17 bestselling author on Amazon Fuck. in coffee bean lovers from Southern California who have transplanted from Denmark. That's right. That feels right. Hugo. Um, okay, so the hardcover, mm-hmm. there's no hardcover. It's not that kind of book. No. Okay? The paperback is 1132. Hold on, pause. I just need you to know that Misty started <laughs> off with the hardcover, and then her hands flayed out, and her <laughs> eyes went super wide, and she let me know, it's not that kind of Listen, book. Listen, I, okay, I'm going to give warning up top. Uh-huh. Trigger warning. Buckle in, everybody. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Trigger warning for patriarchy. Yeah, thank you. So the paperback is $11.32. The Kindle's $4.99. The audiobook is $9.99. $4.99 for a Kindle? Well, that's a steal. We should all buy it. I'd say that that's overpaying by a lot. Okay? By about $4.99. Lise, can you tell me, like, what this cover looks like? Oh, it's definitely, like, for women because it's a white background. (laughs) And then there's, like, in dark, like, purple, it says, text so. And then in bright pink, it says, good. And then in dark purple, it says, he can't. And then pink, it says, ignore. And then it says, sassy texting secrets for attracting high quality men in parentheses and keeping the one you want. The point is, this motherfucker made a purple and pink cover book to, I'm assuming, appeal to women. I feel very happy that I'm wearing my Smash the Patriarchy necklace today. Oh, you are? Oh, Lisa's got this cute bronze necklace on and it's a little hammer. And then what does the longer rectangle say? 
Smash the patriarchy. Smash the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I love that necklace. Katie Colleton, thank you. You very should much. put a um, picture of that on Instagram. Thank you, Katie Colleton. My God. I accept one as well. You know, Lisa and I are boss fronds and we need boss front necklaces. <laughs> we, we need boss front necklaces when we talk to men and they boss, can't ignore us. Boss front when we're drowning in mon. Okay, listen. <laughs> About the author. Drowning uh, mon. Oh, I guess I should say. It's 186 pages. Mm. And uh, did you, know, you read this or listen to it? I listened to it. Okay. And the that, narrator was good, but the male, words female? are so f- male, but the words are so condescending that I couldn't get past. Did he read it in a condescending tone? Uh, well, the, the narrator is very professional, it's not the author. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, great. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, a question we always ask is what did we think when we first picked it up? And I wrote that it is garbage. <laughs> okay. I just want to say I like that you're taking this kind of book on. Yeah, you encouraged me to. I did. You, you were like, Misty, do a book that's not like. Do a garbage book. Do a garbage book. Don't, and I was don't like, try to well, figure out the science of sleep. Like, don't yeah, try to figure out. Our last year have been like, grit, yeah. attachment theory, Just the give yourself science a break. of sleep. Give yourself a break and read a garbage book. Okay, so about the author, this is from BruceBryans.com, B-R-U-C-E. B-R-Y-A-N-S dot com. Oh, Bruce. Oh, he's got two first names. I already hate him. Oh, yeah. So this is in his own words. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know somebody didn't fan I don't know. Okay. Bruce Bryans is an author and courtship researcher with a special interest in the dating and mating rituals of men and women. As an author, Bruce has written numerous books on topics including masculinity, sexual attraction, dating strategy, mating preferences among the sexes, and gender dynamics within romantic relationships. Bruce's main aim is to provide easy-to-implement practical information that helps men and women improve their dating market value and mating desirability to the opposite sex. When he isn't tucked away, in some corner writing a literary masterpiece, or so he thinks. Bruce spends most of his time engaged in manly hobbies, spending time with friends or being a lovable nuisance to his wife and children. What if a you, douche. What a du- listen, if you think that sounds vague, that's because it is. There is no information about, about Bruce Bryan's or his qualifications his ed- his anywhere on the internet, and it is maddening. Um... I also found his website utterly bizarre. If you go to, yep, yep. If you go to the contact page, the first thing it says is, "Here are things I'm not interested in," and it says, "Speaking engagements, interviews, one-on-one talks." I'm not even kidding. I'm not interested in those because I have done one and my ass was chapped so hard. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, no. It's it's. There's not a picture of him. There's no Wikipedia page. Like he he has had to actively How go do we know on the that internet. This isn't a woman oh, with a, a pen great, name. That's a great question, but you would still think there'd be like a smattering of information about like the pseudonym Bruce Bryan's. All right. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> it's I like there's no Wikipedia. Like I scoured. I was like, who is this? Who? Bruce Bryan's. If you listen to this, <sighs> we will give you one thousand dollars to come on this podcast. Thousand percent. Yes, it's worth it. It's come worth on. It. Come on. Come on this podcast. <sighs> okay, so here's the publisher's summary of the book. Okay. Okay. Did you know that men secretly use texting as a way to pre-screen a woman's romantic value? Yeah. A woman's texting habits can reveal a lot about her self-worth, confidence, intelligence, and even her level of class and emotional maturity. Wait. Because guys covertly appraise a woman's relationship potential this way, many women often have no idea that the way they communicate via text is actually sending the wrong message, and thus, they unknowingly end up chasing men away. What? But we- <laughs> I don't know why that got me so hard. But with this insightful dating audiobook, you'll learn the texting habits used by high-value women and gain access to a vast collection of irresistible man-melting text messages that make men eager to text you back and desperate to see you again. Okay. And because this in-depth guide focuses on how men think, it will give you a distinct advantage over your peers when it comes to texting men. Okay. Inside this audiobook, you're going to learn exactly what it, what to text a guy when he's stringing you along and only doing the bare minimum to keep you interested. How to use mischievous feisty girl texts to get a man to finally ask you out or ask you out again while making it seem like it was 
his idea what to do and what not to do if a guy suddenly stops texting you or starts responding to your text less and less Uh how to get him to call you instead of texting all the time what What to text a man to let him down easy but keep him interested whenever he sends an inappropriate or overly sexual text Are you fucking kidding me? Hold on. We've got two more bullet points. (laughs) Oh, okay. Keep going. Exactly what to text those flaky guys who keep coming back from the dead and suddenly start taking an interest in you again. Did you die? I'm dead. A simple method for starting conversations that immediately grab his attention and make him eager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Never mind. (laughs) Thank you. And that has been Go Help Yourself. Thank uh, you. Life and is then it, it ends by saying, and much, much more. Oh. Get started right away and discover how to text a man to finally get him off his smartphone and on more dates with you. Copyright 2018, Bruce Bryans. All right, so we're going to try something a little bit different today. Yes, I voice dictated, uh, read, screamed into my phone <laughs> all of my notes as I went with my sincere reactions. <laughs> Please tell me they came out as all caps. Some of them did. So I'm going to read those back as they're written. I can't wait. He also, and I've never heard this before in a book. There are two things that I've never heard before in any audiobook. Okay. Uh, the first is that he has a copyright notice at the beginning of the book that says no part of the book is to be transmitted. So I'm not going to use any direct quotes or audio We're samples. Hear it, yeah. We're not going to hear it. So sorry in advance about that, but this is a review. Fair use law. Go fuck yourself, Bruce Bryan. So come on our podcast. So I wrote in all, all caps. I already hate the title. <laughs> It's gendered and filled with assumptions about women and men, and it's awful. Not to mention, no part of this book is non-binary. Can I tell you the absolute joy that I feel right now? (laughs) Because I'm always like, no, 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 there's something that we really love about it. I can't wait to find out what you're going to eke out, what golden nugget you're going to eke out of this canonical turd. Canonical. Mm -hmm. Bananical turd. Bananical turd. Uh, I also uh, screamed into my phone. He and this is this was like two minutes into the book, <laughs> right? I he, do want a timestamp on both. Yeah, of we it. should. We should. He puts all of the emotional labor work of putting men at ease on the women. Oh yeah, yeah. and I wrote ugh, and putting winky faces in the word sweetie on the end of almost every text he suggests. Barf. Yeah. Hashtag rape culture. Okay. So <laughs> thank you. That's right. So. Uh, <laughs> So this audiobook is only like three hours and 20 minutes long. Oh, good. It felt like a thousand goddamn years. <laughs> this Just felt so you know. like the um, uh, seven highly habits for texting mm-hmm. men. Except that, oh no, how to win friends and influence people is like eight hours of the guy saying the same thing. Right? Come on. Come on. Okay. So we're going to dive right into the fun stuff. So if a guy asks you for a nude photo. <gasps> oh, you give it to him. But you don't want to send one. Oh, whoops. He says you can set boundaries by saying something like, I'm not going to do that, but here's something to whet your appetite. Sweetie. And then you send him a picture of your shoulder, your leg, or a meat sandwich off the internet. You can even say, I might make one of these for you in the future, but only if you behave yourself with a motherfucking winky face. Sweetie. Sweetie pie. Sweetie. So <laughs> Lisa has left her body. Uh, he also, yeah. I know, thank you. He also, a meat sandwich. And then you say, I might make one of these for you if you behave yourself. With your dick that I grind it after I've cut it (laughs) off your body. (laughs) What is happening? That sounds, with a little au jus on the side, you kind of dunk it in. Okay, he also uses the word sass one million fucking times. And it feels like such a gendered word because I don't see any kind of male advice column or book geared towards men saying inject a little sass. Oh, I do all the time. Yeah, oh, you but do? the male version of sass is called... Sarcasm. Yes. Right? So I so I said... Or does negging. He, does he mean humor? Does he mean levity? Does he mean sparring sarcasm? Like, what the fuck is sass? So allow me to define it for you. Excuse me, Misty. Mm-hmm. What is sass? Uh, thank you, Alex. That uh, is a noun. It means impudence or cheek. For example, that kind of boy that wouldn't give you any sass. Mm. As a verb, it means to be cheeky or rude to someone. Mm -hmm. In case you are wondering what impudence is, here's the 
definition of impudent. Oh, we're going down a rabbit hole. Not showing due respect for another person. But, excuse me. Yeah. So basically, he keeps being like, just show a little feminine sass. Show, um, show them that you're not giving them the respect a man deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's basically what he's saying. Um, so then I go on. I wrote, his overuse of the word sass and winky faces uh, in text is causing me to want to murder someone. <laughs> also, he acts as though men are skittish creatures and the women are the ones that need to lure these elusive, scared animals over to them and not be authentically themselves. It's reductive of both the sexes. And don't even get me started on how this book does not include non-binary people. I so mean, this is like three minutes in. I think we need to reevaluate who is really the fairer sex. It's Bruce Bryan's is none of them. Okay. If a guy is consistently taking forever in a day to reply to you. Yeah, what's that about? Make sure you can think of something sassy to get a rise out of it. I want to punch this dick in the face. He encourages behaviors that put men into fight or flight mode. He says the second you find yourself to be the pursuer in the relationship, you need to switch up your texting style. And then I wrote, this book is so goddamn condescending, and it's not backed up by any research. Well, I'll back it up with some empirical data, Misty. I find that when a man refuses to text me back, I do get action when I text him things like, I see you because I'm standing outside your window with a knife. Yeah, that puts him in fight or flight mode exactly as right. the author's recommending. Exactly Lee, so you're just right. following his advice. Thank you. So um, he'll say things like, "Why am I saying this? Because it works." Fuck him yep. in the mouth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's and and it's the things guys talk about when women aren't around. And I said, "This is not based on anything." Hello. And then he says to watch slang so that you don't sound like a slang slinging preteen. Excuse me. But send all texts as though you're sending them like Grace Kelly would have if this technology had been around in her lifetime. Lisa took off her glasses and keep going. Her keep going. I can't. So then I wrote. I think what's bothering me about this book the most <laughs> is that the author inherently implies that the woman has no respect starting off, and it's something she has to earn from the guy she's trying to ensnare, as opposed to there being a mutual liking and both parties having to work at it. This whole book feels like it was written by an internet troll. <laughs> said. Yeah, Bruce is an internet troll. He says guys send dick pics because, well, they can. And they're <laughs> proud of their bodies and want to show you what you're dealing with. Okay. And test what kind of woman you are. <laughs> Lisa's looking down at the I am just going to interject by saying that sending a dick pic is akin to... Um, flashing. It is akin to flashing. And in... When you are accused of flashing multiple times in some states like California, it gets upgraded from a misdemeanor to a felony. Mm -hmm. And it gets it's a sexual felony. Mm -hmm. And you could be put on the sexual perpetrator yeah. list and have to register as a sex offender everywhere you go for the rest of your life. Unless someone has said, please send me a picture of your genitals. I consent and I really want to see it. Don't send it. You are a sex offender if you send unsolicited dick pics and the fact that he's um not portraying it as such it, it, this this author is uh, a part of an engendering rape culture and i'm not a fan of it a thousand percent and he never says like he's he's like here's how to handle a dick pic if it comes in not that's inappropriate and i'm sorry that happened to you do you know what i mean like yeah. he never it's he's all on the women like this this is your role in, yes, in society. Yes. So he says, don't give the kind of impression that you are the kind of girl that a dick pic guy could get e easily. First of all, I'm a woman, not a girl. A girl's a prepubescent yep. woman. I said, this is slut shaming and I'm not here for it. Fuck this guy in the face. Thank you. But also come on our podcast. Yeah, come on the fucking podcast, Bruce. Okay, so he says, you want men to be habitually excited when they receive your text. Yeah. Not annoyed. No. So he says, don't share every little thing or grievance or nuance. Aww. And then I said, again, this feels gendered. Like it implies women are shrill or we're nags. It's uh, it's the best to reveal your true personality over time, he says. And again, to me, it feels like he's saying, don't be truthful. Don't be authentic. Don't be authentic. Because nobody wants your authenticity. Yeah. So, and and I tried to mine something here when I was still kind of like, maybe there's something. I said, maybe he's trying to say, put your best foot forward, but he's saying it in the worst possible way. Sure. 
But I now don't think that's true. Okay. <laughs> so he says that accepting a man's last minute invites too often will give you low value. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so the ways he suggests that you turn the men down is by making up excuses like this. I have to wash my hair. Sorry, sweetie. I already have plans with a sad face. Give me more heads up next time with a winky face. I hate the use of sweetie mm-hmm. and these sad fucking faces. Like, you do not have to use emojis or emoticons to convey anything. Hey, you can also just say, I don't make last minute plans. Or you can accept a last minute plan and go, that would be nice. Or you can go, I need more of a heads up next time, period. You do not know anything to anyone. You do not mm-hmm. have to soften the blow or sugarcoat. Thank this you very much. This is all about emotional labor. Yeah. But he doesn't even know that he's yeah. doing it. I, my next note is it goes right back to the mental load and emotional labor. Yep. He encourages you to keep your standards at the forefront while being polite and not emasculating the man you're texting. Because he says emasculating a man will turn him off to you. And to that I say, you can't emasculate a man who is comfortable with himself. Oh. Yeah. That's... Is amazing. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just mean in general, like all this tiptoeing and like, you know, I get a lot of advice from friends of mine who are like, you've just got to make men feel like men. And it's like, it's like, I can't make anybody feel any way. That they wouldn't feel normally themselves. I can't make anyone feel any way. Yeah. I feel things because of my own inner chemistry. Yes. I cannot control somebody else's chemistry. Yes. And if you have a strong personality or a distinct point of view or whatever, you shouldn't have to alter that or neuter that or change that in any way because ideally you want to be exactly yourself so that you weed out people who aren't, who can't handle that or aren't interested in navigating that with you or that dynamic. And then you find somebody who does and loves it. I'm interested in working with a partner who manages their own emotions and communicates them mm-hmm. so that we can become closer and have Thank a stronger you. relationship. Thank you. I can learn yeah. what irritates you. I can learn what frustrates you. Yeah. I can learn so that we can have a better working relationship. Yeah. That's what I want. I yeah. don't want to have to tiptoe my whole life. What What the fuck is that? Yeah, I know. I know. It's Ugh, maddening. I'm sorry, Misty. So I'm sorry you had to read this book. You encouraged me to. I know, I'm like, so sorry. I feel like 10 minutes in, I texted you and was like, I can't. I can't do this book. And I you know. were like, just do it. And I was like, okay. Um, so here is one good thing he said. <gasps> He says to save all of the important conversations like big grievances or relationship-altering talks for in-person and not text. Okay, so worth it. That's it. Nope. Okay, so moving on. The author says once a man initiates conversation, you should ask him questions and be enthusiastic to show that you're interested. Okay, conversation. And then I wrote, so what really fucking bothers me about this book, which is how a lot of these sentences are going to start, is that it's all about managing the man emotions. Yeah. You're not allowed to be straightforward or ultra confident like we were just talking about or not enthusiastic. If you're not feeling enthusiastic, it's all about softening and fanning the ego. And it reminds me of all of those memes about making men feel comfortable in the workplace. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. Where it's like, you can't just be like, I have a solution to the presentation. Like, you have to be like, well, I was just um, just putting it out there, like yeah. spitballing that maybe. And it's like, no. Um, so I don't like that he's encouraging women to minimize themselves so as not to be seen as bitches. Does he write a companion book for men? We're going to get to his other works because he is nothing if not prolific. Oh, fuck me. So um, he says, be enthusiastic, but not too much. Two short sentences will do. Okay. I am excited to hear from you, and, but not too much. And make sure to include lots of smiling faces and exclamation marks to wink, show wink, your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. He says when it comes to texting men with most things, less is best. But with enthusiasm, the reverse is true. To which I say, this whole book is preying on a culture of fear and scarcity, and I am not here for it. Agreed. So he says men pay special attention to women who pay special attention to the time they spent together. For example, bringing up a seemingly insignificant detail from the last time you spent time together in a thoughtful way. Remember how you rolled over onto my hair and I said, ow, and you didn't hear me because the TV was on. And then I laid there for four hours. And then I couldn't get up. That was so fun. That was so fun. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I was just glad to be there with you, crazy winky face. Sweetie. Uh, (laughs) He says, don't use generic openers like, hey, what's up? 
Always text as though you already have familiarity and rapport with a guy. Don't be overly familiar by using too many pet nicknames too early. Be specific in your interactions. Instead of asking how his day was, ask how the big luncheon went and if anybody had a lunch meltdown. That kind of thing. Uh, he says, oh, that's what I think. This that, guy how is do you spell really, that? Um, fuck you, Gay <laughs> Hendrix, and fuck you, Bruce Bryans. I think that this guy is doing a great job of demonstrating what a fight Fight timeline, f- tight, fine. What? <laughs> fine, tightrope, a fine line that women have to walk or yeah. are expected to walk in yep. order to yep. serve the patriarchy, and that it's expected. We want you to be wildly interested in sexual and enthusiastic, but not too too much because otherwise you're a nag and you're clingy. And be interested in my stuff, but not overly interested. And don't bring up your stuff, but bring up, but be shared just enough to keep me interested. Yeah. He says texting should be kept short and succinct. You should use it almost like you use your Twitter account. Texting is not meant to describe the ins and outs of your day with lengthy sentences. It's simply meant to keep in touch. And he gives examples of overshares, which is just basically someone going on a rant and complaining. So he says the main cause for texting a man in a new relationship is to create romantic tension, increase attraction, and seduce him into asking you out again. He says men go crazy in a good way when women make them jump through a few small hoops to learn information about them. For example, if he asks you something about you that you can't easily divulge in one or two sentences, let him know that you'd love to hear his voice and tell him about it in person or over the phone. When a guy compliments you, simply say thank you and include emojis. If he flirts with you, flirt back. He says it's better to be overly suggestive than to not flirt back. Now that that sunk in, the way the author talks about women or implies what they're thinking made me realize he does not know women. For example— I'm so sorry for his wife. Yeah. He says, for example— Men don't flirt with you just so you can tell them thank you and that they're a sweetie pie. But that's who what you says said? sweetie pie? But you who said says it? Nobody sweetie. says. But you sweetie said pie. Say sweetie. I know what Nobody says it. So when a dude reaches out to you, ask questions to be engaging, but don't force the conversation forward. Suck my dick. Leave him wanting more by ending the conversation before it has worn itself out. Keep things flirty, sassy, playful, and funny. Then end the conversation as soon as it seems like he's having a great time texting you. He says this is a slick technique and shouldn't be overused. Examples of exit texts? I've got to go, but I had fun chatting with you. Bye. Or, I've got to go. We'll have to pick this up again later. Kiss face. Or, Hey, someone just popped in. Gotta go. He won't know who just popped in, to which I say, rolling eyes face. He says the number one rule of seduction is to leave them wanting more. He keeps encouraging women to say things in sweet, feminine, and sassy ways. And I wrote in all caps, it is so much emotional labor. Oh, my God. I just want to acknowledge that I feel completely drained of energy. Yeah, you seem like it. You just sit back and relax. We're powering through. There's not much left. If he's busy, send texts that let him know you're thinking about him, but don't need a response. Like, thinking about you, just thought you should know, winky face. Or, looking forward to seeing you tonight. Or, saw you in the gym this morning. Yum. I'm sorry. If you saw someone in the gym this morning, and then you didn't say anything, and then you send them a text that says yum, that's that's fight or flight mode. Also, I do want to say, maybe this whole book is written as a response because he hates how his wife texts him. There's a book on spousal texting that he wrote. No, yes, yes, I am right. Okay. okay. So he constantly talks about how to make yourself appear more clever or playful or flirtatious. But then he says after like 26 parts of the book, he's literally like part 43, <laughs> 26 parts of the book, that all that matters is your your impression of him. And that you shouldn't have to worry about being too clever or appearing or, uh, or trying to appear more intelligent, etc. Because men would rather impress you than have you impress them. He says what really works for men is being responsive. He says don't try and focus on trying to be impressive or show off your clever conversational skills via text. Because it will just make you anxious and seem inauthentic. Instead, focus on being responsive, playful, and getting him to ask you out for another in-person rendezvous. He also says men are so socially wired to use wit and intelligence to try and socially attract women. So women don't have to work nearly as hard as we think we do. Our only job is to flirt vivaciously and be responsive. This feels like an editor saying, you have to put something like this in. Lisa's 
fucking face is <laughs> giving me life. <laughs> this book also has no caveat so far about anything non-gender normative. I also find it really reductionist to men and to women. And I know I've said that before, but it's still true. Mm-hmm. I also feel strongly that if you are that worried about how you're coming off in your text messages, that either that's not the right person you should be texting or you don't feel comfortable to be your true self. Right? So if you're ever like, oh God, what does he think? What do I say? If it feels that fragile, probably already not working. Um, so eventually your true self will come out. So why all this disguise in the first place? So Bruce says, anytime you're feeling anxious, keep calm and let him impress you. Except walk that fucking tightrope about, I know, I know Lisa's looking over her shoulder like, what? Who is he talking so to? So now I say. it wasn't the person who read the first part, the first 42 parts of the book. Uh-huh. So my next note is, oh dear God, I'm getting so triggered by this book. <laughs> He says men aren't as analytical about women's text messages as women are about men's text messages. What the fuck is this book for? So women should expect nothing from the beginning and temper their grand expectations. Lisa took her hair down. She's about to take her earrings off. It's happening. He says women are more naturally forward-looking in relationships. Fuck that. There's no natural. (laughs) In relationships. <laughs> he says it's that that's a cat hiss for anybody that can't see. We and literally claws have claws up. Out. He says it's easier to flirt with a man when we are detached so that we can relax into our femininity and remain outcome independent. He says the point is to flirt and create deep emotional attraction. Also, none of his sweeping generalist reductionist claims about the sexes and men and women as genders are backed up by any research whatsoever. I just want to remind Do everyone. Do remember the Muppets? I feel like Animal after he had like a, on his drum set mm-hmm. and he's like, and then he's mm-hmm. like, ah, ah. thank you. That's it. That's it. That, that, I wish we got to go to Rage Ground. I really need oh, to smash yeah. some shit right yeah, now. Yeah, we do. So there's actually one study he cites in the book one time and then he goes on to try and discredit it. Motherfucker. Yep. So he says, enjoy the moment with, with the guy you're texting and grant him the expectation-free space he needs oh. to determine oh. if he really enjoys your company. Oh. So this again. Oh, 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 oh Sam, I'm going to break this chair. Oh. <laughs> so this is again putting all of the emotional labor on the woman. And this is fucking ridiculous. What is, okay, listen. Yep, yep, are you ready? In one breath, he brings up his own observations about what makes women seem attractive or desperate, then cites a study that says the opposite, then proceeds to pick apart that study. In this instance, he says that women who send an appreciative follow-up text after a date, um... Uh, like increase a man's appetite even more. Then cites a study of a thousand single men who were interviewed who said that women sending uh, sending an appreciative text after a date made them seem desperate in the men's eyes. Then he says... I'm not convinced that the study really holds up anymore. Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck is this shaky science? And who I hate this, this editor. Can we just do a quick breath in and out mm-hmm. for our listeners who I'm sure are gripping their steering yeah, wheel yeah, yeah. so tightly? Yeah. Everybody breathe in. Exhale this motherfucking <sighs> bullshit. <laughs> breathe in the knowledge that you are enough. And exhale this patriarchy bullshit. <sighs> smash it. Smash it with your mind hammer. Thank you. Okay. The buzzwords this guy loves to use, motherfucking Bruce, are lighthearted, playful, sassy, and laid back. Which, yes, those kind of interactions are nice. Sure. But it's so annoying because it implies that women are not laid back or naturally lighthearted. We have to work at it. Oh, so hard. Again, he says wildly problematic things like sending him a thank you text won't make him think you want to have his babies. And then he goes on to say that genuine emotion is the lifeblood of relationships. Fuck this guy. And then I said, shit, good morning. My phone just fell under my seat. Shit. Because <laughs> I ran into coworkers and they were like, oh, sorry, you're on the phone. I was like, shit, shit, good morning. <laughs> well, Misty, I have to say that kind of text is not going to engender a man to want to text yeah. you back. So he says neediness kills relationships and you should never let your desperation to see him slip into your text. No. If you're feeling insecure, do not reach out to him and say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. I saw your Facebook post. How have you been? Don't do that. 
He says ignoring a guy who seems like his interest in you is waning is the fastest way to get your desired results. He says cheer- cheerful independence plus selective desire equals deep attraction in men. Did this guy write Sweet Valley High? Basically, that you have a great life without them and you don't need them, but that you desire him more than any other man that you could have. Oh, Dynasty. He grew up watching Dynasty. <laughs> that's it. That's it. He goes on to say, use high energy, youthful, and feminine language to capture his attention. Fuck this guy, is what I wrote. I wanted to scream at this park. I fucking hate his values. He says to flaunt your girlishness and use, quote, happy girl language. You know what? I have youthful girlish thighs and I want to break his neck with them. I said I could scream. His examples of happy girl language include words like pretty, fun, excited, yes, love. I just realized that I hate this fucking book because it sounds like an asshole mansplain and how to text. Yeah, how to text. And then so I said, nay, he's, it, he's dating a teenager. Yeah, yeah, I cannot. So he says one of the best ways to do this is to refer yourself to yourself as a girl, no matter what age you are. And then I said, oh my God, I almost threw my phone across the room. He just said that communicating in this way will give the impression that you handle like a sprite 20-something wink wink i'm dead inside <laughs> i fucking hate this i fuck. am dead inside i am i just want to say know. i am fascinated it's fascinating by how i feel it's horrifying literally like the, the energy has sapped <laughs> out of me <laughs> do you says, know what i mean like, i do I, I, I really do i think it's interesting mm. i just think it's an interesting response i'm just, i'm i'm not gonna be furious i'm gonna stay curious um because <laughs> <laughs> I got a giggle out of Sav. a lot of giggles from Sav. And this episode is making like, me delighted. I just think it's very interesting that this much obvious misogyny yeah. is making me feel tired. Somehow calm, weirdly. I mean, there's a, there's a fiery rage, and if he were sitting here, we would have a problem. It's but a fiery rage, but you've put the, like, fire blanket over it to tamp it down. I, I, well, it feels like the energy has been sapped from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different than me feeling tired and calm. Yeah. It feels like something has been taken from me. Thank you. Yeah. So he says, don't worry if this kind of happy girl language feels gimmicky. Be sure to give those girly words a try before you worry about their efficacy. And then I wrote, fuck this guy fuck you bruce fuck you bruce fuck you sweetie and i and then i go on and keep in mind i was screaming into my phone i, I said so in my opinion my phone was like what did i, I do series like calm down in my opinion this motherfucker way overuses emojis he is constantly <laughs> suggesting that women put winky faces at the end of their texts or the crazy tongue face emoji which by the way is insane he says because it's all about worrying about your tone and how he's going to interpret it i say women say whatever the fuck is genuine and authentic to them and they let the dude worry about how his tone is coming off you know he's really Em, 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 embraced? No, he's really imbued in the belief that women need a man to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough to grow up with a grandmother who, after she lost her husband, never remarried and mm. was fine. Yes, um, same with Nana. And she always said there's worse things than being alone because she had friends who lost their husbands and remarried into not great relationships. Well, th- this is also not, hey, why is the system this way? Why are the cultural expectations this way? It's here's how to beat a flawed system. Here's how to like play the fucked up game. Yeah, as opposed beat a flawed to system, just like here's how, here's to, how to perpetuate to win, it. Win the win in the system that's actually he doesn't even call it flawed. Yeah, he's just like here's how to be a, a cute sassy girl. Yeah, it's like oh, Hunger Games. All these kids have to kill each other, and that's the way our society works. So here's let me show to- you how to kill. <laughs> let me show you how to be the best killer, as opposed to. Why does anyone have to kill? Yeah. Why is that a thing? Right? Yeah. Fuck this guy. Um, he says if someone's- He's an oppressor. A thousand percent. You're an oppressor, Bruce Bryan. You're a fucking Come oppressor. On fucking podcast. You're an oppressor, sweetie. Oh, sweetie pie. <laughs> That's the sound of the crazy tongue face emoji. <laughs> You're an oppressor, sweetie. <laughs> he says if someone suddenly stops texting you, the most empowering thing you can do is to do nothing. Give him the guilt-free space he needs to reassess his emotions. Okay. And when he does finally come back from the dead, you must answer his replies with sass if you are still into him. He says the most condescending fucking thing ever. When he says something like... <laughs> her face, you guys, her face. <laughs> when he says something like, 
Although my best piece of advice would be to ignore flaky men for more consistent men, I know for a fact that most women, not you, of course, aren't going to follow through with that. Oh, my God. Misty, the rage that is behind her calm demeanor. (laughs) Oh, she got crazy eyes now. It's coming out. (laughs) God, I wish that there were a visual component to today's episode. Do you remember the Witches of Eastwick? Eastwick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When that one woman just out out cherry pins. (laughs) (laughs) That movie scared the shit out of me, and I wasn't able to eat tomatoes for years because there's, like, bugs in one of the tomatoes, right? No. Isn't there something in a tomato? No. Anyway, my mom had that on, and I was like six, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And I've never been able to watch that movie since. I'm so much older than you. But the You're part not. where she spits out the cherry pits is my favorite, and that's what I just, if I feel like if I ever meet this man face-to-face, mm-hmm. Bruce, when you come on our show, <laughs> I am just going to spontaneously scream barf cherry pits in your face. <laughs> and I'm here for it, mm-hmm. and I will just put my ma- like my welding mask down. <laughs> I'll just flip it down. Okay. Stab, I'll pay for the cleanup. We're nearly done with this book forever, so let's go. I say thank you. Win his heart by complimenting him. He says men rarely get compliments from women. He says if you don't give him the compliments he needs, remember that another woman will. Your dick is so big, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) So he talks a lot about complimenting men, then has quick tips to stay playful and flirty. These include things like giving him a fun and special nickname. (gasps) Oh, my God. But save things like Big Daddy for boyfriends and boyfriends only. Oh, Again, the examples he uses of what he thinks women might call a man are so off base that it makes me, again, question his credibility to be the one to write a book like this. For example, he he warns women not to call a man sugar puss or schnookumbear. Now, was he using those as, like, silly examples? No. Okay. Okay. Sugar puss. He also says the simplest way to get him interested in you is to seem more interesting than anyone else he's ever dated. I have a million dollars, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have to come get it out of my butt. Sugar puss. Do- <laughs> you can do this by giving interesting answers to his boring questions. So if he asks, what have you been up to? Instead of saying, <laughs> first of all, thank you for that voice. <laughs> Instead of saying, I'm no. just chilling just or nothing, nothing, you can say something like, I'm reading a book I shouldn't be reading. Sugar puss. I'm eating something I shouldn't be eating. Dick. I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. Dick. It will keep his interest and inspire the conversation to continue. Yeah, this is just the pornification. He says anything that implies mischievous behavior will pique his interest. And don't forget, you're also supposed to infantilize yourself as a girl. So that's real problematic. Daddy, I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, ew, ew. Okay. Will you come rescue me? So I have to say... If you told me that this author was a condescending patriarchal man in the 1950s who got suddenly transported to 2019 and wrote a book trying to sound modern, that's the tone of this book. I tell you that you're right and that feels right. Yeah. So he says when a guy has already expressed a clear and consistent interest in you, you can use classic seductive misdirecting texts in a more playful and safe and possessive way. Like? For example, you can tell him that your lips are upset with him. He'll uh, undoubt- I'm sorry, what? My lips are upset with yeah, you? Yeah, Lisa. My lips are upset with you. Why, did I smack them? You go, he'll undoubtedly ask why, and you can tell him they're used to getting a good night kiss from him, but he fell asleep last night. No, no, no. He he goes on to say that you need, need to support him with your sweetness. So send him random supportful texts to let him know you're thinking about him. I feel like I'm getting a breakout on my face. And that whatever he has coming up goes well. He says every relationship-minded man wants to be with a compassionate, warm, and loving woman who loves to add value to her man's life. It will make make you seem like girlfriend material. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was building to that. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I can't. As we recover from this. I'm so sorry that you read this book. I, you fucking owe me so I much. you so much. You bet your ass. I, I mean, this makes Next Level Basic look like the fucking Emmanuel Kant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, you bet your ass. I wrote to Audible and was like, I did not like this book. And they returned my money. Thank you. Okay. 
So at the end of the book, he gives a bunch of different examples of texting you can send to show interest or be flirty or seduce him. And honestly, some of the examples he gives would read as desperate versus being seductive. So for example, he said... um, he said something like, if you want to imply that he's the guy you want, even though you could have a bunch of other guys, right? You could send him a text that goes something like, I'm out at so-and-so and a bunch of weirdos keep staring at me. Save me with a crying face. I'm out. I'm busy, here, here. So let's here. dissect that. I'm out. What? I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm I have a social life. I'm out at the club. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of weirdos. I'm attractive. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of weirdos staring at People me. People I don't want are staring at me mm-hmm. because I am I am desirable to others. Mm-hmm. Save me. Save me, question mark. With a crying face. Um, I need you. Yeah, but it's one thing to be like, ugh, I wish these dudes wouldn't hit on me. I wish you were here so that they'd get the met. Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, that's problematic. Yeah. But to go, a bunch of weirdos are hitting on me. Save me with a crying face? What I say he is. He says, that's seductive? Do you need me to come and get you? Or should should you call an Uber is the should response. Should you call the police? Yeah. Are you okay? Oh God, oh Don't set your drink down. I hope so, he doesn't have girls. To, listen, oh God, if he has two, if he has girls as he, kids, he. I'm convinced he doesn't exist. So he ends the book by saying, "Just focus on being a one of a kind, high value woman that he can't find anywhere else, and him falling in love with you will take care of itself." Fuck off. So then the Fuck other off. thing, other than the copyright notice, the other thing that I'd never heard in an audiobook was that he then makes a plug for the reader to review, like leave a review and a rating of his audiobook. Did you? Oh, I should. Yeah, you have to. Oh, I should. And it needs to be a mystery okay. special. So that's text so good he can't ignore. Sassy texting secrets for attracting high quality men and keeping the one you want by Bruce motherfucking Brian. Missy, thank you. Obviously, we can't cover every single thing in the book in one podcast episode. So if you want to read it for yourself, Please you don't. don't. It's available on audible.com. Don't buy it. The free library or app Overdrive, maybe. And wherever books are sold. If you want to learn more, you don't. You can go to the author's website at brucebryans.com. Don't do it. Misty, mm-hmm. here's our new favorite question. Did this book need to be written? And absolutely did not. And you know what? I I do think there's value in, hey, are you new to texting? Like, are you a divorcee who's getting back out there or a widower? Or what like, do you want to understand the or game? A or like But I want it to be from like a behavioral psychologist who is intersectional. And maybe from the place of me, what do I want versus what did they want? A hundred percent. Because I think it's like, and also where's the, Where's the book geared to all the dudes sending dick pics? Like, where is... Oh, no, Misty. If, what if there's a book that's like, here's how to be respectful? Misty, no. Here's how to be respectful and clear in your communication. Misty, no. We don't need no. that. No. Um, okay. Really quickly, mm-hmm. I want to tell you how prolific this author is. Okay. So, some of his other gems include... Never chase men again. 38 dating secrets to get the guy, keep him interested, and prevent dead-end relationships. Cherry pits. What women want in a man. How to become the alpha male women respect, desire, and want to submit to. Okay, so that's for, what Wait. <laughs> Cherry pits. <laughs> Whiplash. He's not that interested. He's just passing time. Oh. 40 unmistakable behaviors of men who avoid commitment and play games with I'm women. Sorry, that book was written and it was called He's Just Not That Into You. Mm-hmm. What women want when they test men. How to decode. Code female behavior, pass a woman's tests, and attract women through authenticity. The seven irresistible qualities men want in a woman. What high-quality men secretly look for when choosing the one. I think this guy... It's like a it's like a shadow Cosmo article, like you know, column writer, and has turned it into a book. Make him beg for your attention. Yeah. Seventy five communication secrets for captivating men to get the love and commitment you deserve. Listen, it goes on. But and these on are all and on. these are Lisa, all Cosmo headlines. Do they you know are. What I mean? Do you see how many books there are? No, this is this guy's terrible. He has for society. like he has like twenty books. It's really, it's really upsetting. It's really upsetting. If we don't publish a book, we're we're stupid. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to ask you some questions. <laughs> yeah, Misty, what did the author get right? <laughs> she, I just want you all to know that she is thoughtfully, thoughtfully going back over it. I mean, she's she, as you know me, I would have already been like nothing, but she's actually what putting thought into did it. Did the author get right? Um. 
<laughs> cool. Misty, what did the Wait, author- what was the one thing I said earlier? I don't know. I don't remember. The one it pales in comparison. It, oh, like about it was it was the one thing he said that had to do with the self. Oh. Save all the important conversations like big grievances or relationship altering talks for, for in person. For in person. That he got that right. But it has nothing to do with his the whole book. No. Great. Um what did the well, what did the author get wrong? See the previous forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Misty, uh did you put anything into practice? Oh, Lisa. No. You bet your ass that I texted a man using these techniques. How did it go? He was freaked the fuck out. (laughs) Um, Sweetie. No, I I told someone that I was texting, uh, that I was reading this book for the podcast, and he was like, send me a text I can't ignore. And I legitimately typed out one of the texts in the book with Sweetie Pie and like a winky crazy face, and he was like, oh, dear God, no. (laughs) I love it. Oh, it was so funny. Um, Misty, mm-hmm. who is this book perfect for? I have an idea if you don't. Please. Um, a, a, a women's women's studies class. <laughs> a women's studies class. It's perfect for that. Yeah, or men trying to understand what it's like to be uh, having yeah. to walk that fine line. Because what's upsetting about this book is this is not a parody. Mm-mm. This is... But it's Literally, a parody of itself. It is, but it's it's it is what's expected of women. Mm-hmm. It is what like the game is. When you don't know somebody already, hey, how are you? I'm eating something I shouldn't be eating. Like what? Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, who is this book terrible for? The planet. Uh, it's terrible for for women to read it's terrible for any gender to read it's terrible for men to read to think that this is what's going on behind women's heads yeah it's terrible great um misty is there any homework for me no there's absolutely no homework for you no homework for anybody everyone gets a pass this week and can i tell you what i fucking hated about this book i mean what that's different from what i yep okay the thing i hate the most about this book is that I found myself wondering if I were being playful enough in my own fucking text messages. Oh, Misty. I know. I know. And I had a thought like, oh, the texting was going really well. And I was like, I should cut it off right now and like leave him wanting more. And then I was like, God damn it. And you know what I did? You know what I didn't do? There were days that I texted him first. There were days that I was like, here are the nuances of what's going on in my day. There were days where I was like, I'm really excited to see you again. Do you know what I mean? Just like putting it out there. Yeah. The end. And being my authentic self. And guess what? It's going fine. I love that. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. Um, uh, I think that's it for questions. Did I forget that's, anything? Listen, can we just be done with this book Please. forever? Can we and light I, it on fire? For anyone listening, I would love to hear, and even just for mine and Lisa's benefit, we don't have to read it on the air, but we totally will if you give us permission, but we won't if you don't. Um, and by the way, anytime you write into us, we, we always will always write back and say, can we share this on the air? Because we do get a lot of listener communications that are like, hey, I just wanted to tell you in private, this is going on, or I had this thought, mm-hmm. or this is what I think about an episode, which is wonderful. I want to know your texting disasters. I want to know like the worst texts you got, the worst texts you sent, the miscommunications. Like we've all been there. I want to know. I love that. I want to know if listening to this episode sapped your energy (laughs) as much as it sapped mine. And if so, (laughs) or did it give you life to listen to me finally build up to a full on screen? Did it give you life, 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 life is abundant. (laughs) That one came out of nowhere. (laughs) Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.